Hi there. Welcome to Tech Talk Weekly. I'm Bob from Creation Station. This is our weekly show where we find three or four interesting tech topics. Get you on your way in about 20 minutes or so. Uh, did you know that NASA is getting into the streaming game? We're going to talk about that. But first, let me introduce my guest today, Jerry Kozlowski. How are you doing, sir? Doing well, Bob. Doing well. Glad to be on the show with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. What has been going on with you there at Miramar? Because I know you guys have got a tremendous amount of stuff happening. Well, we do. We have a lot of programs almost all the time. And last week, uh, they had the Halloween special on, and it was just a mob scene. Because then they had other three other events at the same time. And... You know, the patrons come in and the books go a-flying. Yep, 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 yep. Now, you guys got any Halloween candy left over? Uh, no. <laughs> that is so nice. We still have too, way too much of it left over here. Just really want to get it all gone. Ugh, ugh. Okay, let's get on with our show, though. Let's, let's go. We've got some fun stories today. And number one is uh, Roombas at the South Pole. So... Did you think that scientists could get this crazy, Jerry? I read it, and uh, I actually had one of those cleaning robots. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have four dogs, so. Oh, excellent! Yeah, yeah. No, they 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 really do. Um, they work well. We use it in the house a lot. Um, ours. But these guys have just taken it to a whole nother level Absolutely. of just craziness of stuff. So just in case anybody out there doesn't really understand when I see the South Pole, we really mean the South Pole. Down there, at the, very close to the South Pole, is the Antarctic Research Station. It's an international territory. People from all over the world work there, some of them year-round, some of them not. Uh, about 150 different scientists during summer, we'll call it. I'm never going anywhere near that place, even in summer, let alone winter. And when you're there in winter from February to October, remember it's flipped from the Northern Hemisphere, you can't go outside. You're stuck. They can't get anybody to you. It's whatever you've got, you've got. And apparently they have been having fun with robots, especially this last couple of years. And I just felt that like this was in a fun little story and of course it's in oh, no it's not oh here let me go put it in the show notes for you there we go and it is in the show notes for you now so you can go go read it yourself it's a fun little story between 2020 and 2023 of all the different shenanigans people can get up to when they have nowhere else to go outside of their two-story house and be stuck did you believe in uh, the uh, that it actually got lost, or are you on the kidnapping side of things, Jerry? Uh, I'm on the kidnapping side. Of yeah. Things. yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was just I too think much. Having a good time. Oh, exactly, exactly. It didn't, requiring cookies was a very nice touch. I, yeah. I liked that one. I like that one. Um, our next story, because. I know everybody who's listening, I'm really hoping you're watching us on, or on YouTube or Facebook, or if not, you're streaming us out there. NASA's decided to join us in streaming. I don't think we were the leading cause of them getting into the streaming game, but NASA's launching a free NASA Plus, because everything has to have a plus nowadays, 
Do you think we need Creation Station Plus maybe one of these days? Um, and we will. they were streaming totally ad-free, regular NASA stuff. This is similar to their NASA Live channel. But they're intimating that they're going to have some different types of programming also. And this will be on any of your streaming services. So Amazon, Apple, Google, all of the things will be able to access this for free. That is uh, something that they just announced at noon today as we're filming. So it'll be out and available on Wednesday for you. So before we record again, you'll be able to watch this live. Then I got two quick stories. I'm going to give you the highlights and I'm going to come back to you, Jerry, on this one. One, China is growing vegetables in orbit. Cool, fun story. Then the other one on the International Space Station is we are growing mice <laughs> in orbit. Um, I think that the China one is really good for us because what I want everyone to remember is we do have multiple space stations up there. It's not just the one place anymore. So we have the ability to uh, test out some things and do more. So now we have gardening on two different space stations up there. Are you and, getting ready to go visit, Jerry? Well, you know what? I go out and watch it. There's a tracker you can get on. And uh -huh. my, do my daughter always calls me and says, Dad, you got to go out at such and such a time, and you can watch the space station come by. Yep. And Lord and behold, she's right. You just go outside. You, you, she tells me what direction it's going to come from. You can see the blinking lights and all. You can actually hear the thing. It's that loud. And it's usually during the evening and all. It's mm -hmm. really a, a great thing to see. If you haven't seen it, I'd advise getting on that tracking thing oh. and finding out about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 Taking yeah. some time off to watch it. There's an app uh, we we uh, highlighted for people here at a Moonrock exhibition we did at Main Library a couple of weeks ago called Night Sky. That can help you track any objects of the, the space station, uh, meteor showers, where the planets are, the different constellations and everything. It's a really great thing. And uh, using that to track any of these space stations, so both the U.S. and China, et cetera, and everything that's going by, depending upon where you are on the planet and where they are orbiting over the place. But the mouse one's really impressive. It um, is. Yeah. It is. The first time ever outside of our planet that we have done a mammal, mm -hmm. which is kind of important if we're going to be making it to the moon and trying to live on the moon uh, and beyond. We're going, I'm giving up on the Mars idea. I just want to get us on the moon for a little <laughs> bit first, yeah. and then let's call it a day. Yeah. But um, you need to be able to prove that things will be able to grow things. Sorry. People, bodies, you know, live embryos growing from nothing and coming up to a real live mammal, uh, whether that's mice or not. They, now, one thing to point out about this story, they only did embryos and then froze them to bring them back for study. They did not um, try and grow mice, breed mice up on the mm -hmm. space station. Well, I was lucky because when the space station first came out, they had to use it as an experiment to make certain drugs. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for Vietnam, I brought home some hepatitis and there oh. was no cure at that time. So they, they came up with this alpha interferon 
and they said this is going to work but it has to be made in a non uh, gravity situation so they made some up in a space station and then they tried that and they combined it with ribavirin and lo and behold they had their first successful uh wasn't a vaccine or anything mm -hmm. but it would cure the disease yeah. that you had and then from there they went on to you know now you could just take a couple pills and you're okay but at that time yeah i was sick for a year and a half taking that serious science Every week I had to go down to the VA, get my free medication, take it home in a little, you know, cooler. Uh -huh. I say to cool, then inject myself once a week, get sick as hell the next day. <laughs> that is an excellent thing. And also, by the way, Jerry brings up a good point. It is November. This is Veterans Month. We don't do Veterans Day around these parts. We do Veterans Month. And all of all of our guests this month and all of our stories have some kind of thing about veterans. So thank you for reminding me to highlight that one, Jerry. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. The whole idea here of the embryos and growing these and doing this is we are now reaping the rewards of the science we did back in the early 2020s. Um, 2012 to th 2021, all the research was done on the planet. Then we shipped it up to the space station, grew everything in 2021, bring it back in 2022. And now in 2023, we're able to read the results and it's coming out. Okay. It has been decent, but not great. Or I okay. I would say pretty good because this is a first time ever doing it, mm -hmm. but it is about 80% less effective to, uh, for an embryo to develop up in space than it is on planet right now. And they're trying to figure out why, because it doesn't seem like gravity was the contributing factor. It looks like it was either radiation or something along those lines that happened. Um, they do know that you get heart issues if you spend too long in space. Mm -hmm. That's regular humans come back with heart issues. So more, more research to be done. Like you were just talking about, Jerry, it's going to be one of those things that people are learning and doing. Well, start and somewhere and just move exactly. along step by step. Oh, I did this wrong. Yeah. Okay. Let's fix it. Let's yeah. try something else. Exactly. That's how you, this is how science works this is what you move forward and do. Mm -hmm. I do have a different, I, a non-space story for all. For, I, do, I actually finally got my first email that was like, Bob, do you have to talk about space every show? And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't do it every show, but it's just really cool stuff. Um, AI, another story in the news all the time. I'm conflicted on this one, Jerry. So using AI to uh, Arendra Modi, Narendra Modi, the prime minister of India, is running for election next year. 2024 is the year of elections. This is going to be the biggest mm -hmm. year for elections ever on the history of the planet. There are more people going to be voting for their leaders than ever before. Yeah, and I read the article, and it's going to be like a billion people. A billion people yeah. just in, in India. India. And then you've got yes. the United States, and then you've got 12 countries in Europe, and you've got three in South America. Yeah. And it's just an insane number of people around the, country, around the planet are going to be voting. 
Yeah, and India has a lot of languages they have to deal with. Exactly. Lang- official languages. Right. And that's what this was about. So somebody took their prime minister's voice, converted it, and changed it so that he was singing a popular song. And put it to, put a little bit of film on it, and he, they rendered it out in uh, a, handful, a handful of different languages at, at first. And he got 3.4 million views in the first two weeks. Amazing. I'm impressed. It's great. This is a good thing for AI. You can take a message and convert it into whatever language you want and make sure that that message gets out. That's a great thing. I'm all for that. Right, Jerry? Absolutely. Doesn't, does, doesn't that sound like a great thing? Yeah. But then my concern becomes this wasn't put out by the prime minister. This was just put out by some person on the street right. who used AI to do some filming stuff and some audio stuff and did it together. And so I'm like, I want to applaud this and I want to say this is a great thing. But now we're getting into really good, bad impressive deep fakes and i'm not so certain democracy is ready for this yet yeah that there's lies the problem we can be it can be used for good or it can be used for bad yeah and when way society is who knows which way it'll go but somebody will always try to you know misuse a new technology and gain a little bit of benefit mm-hmm. and just got to figure out how to correctly regulate it so that can't be done. Yeah. And I think that part of it is there's other stories that have been in the news in the last couple of weeks about some new AI regulations being put out by the United States, by the White House. The European Union is putting together a new commission. There's another by the G9. Everybody's finally waking up to the idea that, oh, hey, wait, we need to put some things together. Um, The one missing from all this is the U.S. Congress, unfortunately, which is the actual body that makes laws. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Get them hard to agree on anything. So that's going to be rather difficult situation for us. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a different topic for a different show of convincing them to actually go out and put together some laws. But I'd really like to see some good AI regulation come out that allows people an understanding of what they're allowed and not allowed to do. As an example, this, this right here would not be allowed to be played in the United States on Facebook because Facebook actually has rules for election stuff about this. Mm -hmm. You can't use the fake. You can't use it unless it's put out by the person's campaign to do it. So if this was Modi wanting to put this out, then yes, he could put it out on his ads if he were to buy an ad on Facebook. But in this case, where we're just some random person putting it together, that's a no for that. So yeah, I'm not I can sure understand, I, I can understand yeah. that. Yeah, I, I'm not so positive I want Facebook in charge of deciding that. I'd rather have a real lawmaker make those decisions for me. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And oh, by the way, folks, I know we can all hear the kids in the background for Jerry because we got real working libraries around these parts. Uh, we we do not have our guests are like right there in the workroom, right there. Yeah, out there we're the pretty floor. close to the children's section yeah. here. <laughs> oh, Miramar's a beautiful library. If you have, if you're in Broward County, you need to yeah, swing a lot out, of people swing out west there. Yeah. 
It's a nice big two-story building. It's really fun. It's nice. And we've got one more story for you, Jerry. Are you scared as, uh, as a librarian working in the library there about Google? Do you have you ever been uh, told that we don't we don't need libraries anymore because of Google? Not so much that, but it's the results you're getting from Google. Because now when I'm Googling stuff and I want a specific thing, it seems like I don't get that specific answer. The answer's there, but it's not number one, which that's what Google was always used to do. Yeah. I don't remember a time except lately that Google didn't give me the answer to the, my direct question. Right Now it's something else, and you can tell right away it's an ad or something. It's a come on. And yep. you have to scroll and, down. And we've got, and now we've got an, uh, an actual look at this. Isn't this is the first time, and these documents are out and available to the public because Google is in a court case right now. And they had to reveal some of the stuff about how they work and what they do. And one of the things was there is, it's the US versus Google antitrust trial. And there's lots of things. This case has been going on for a month already. The week of September 22nd, 2018, all of the search results that were done in that week were submitted as part of evidence for the trial. And there was some back and forth about this. And then the judge said, no, this has to go public. This is one of the documents that the public deserves to see. And so here are the top 20 results that made money for Google in searching. Now, remember, this is from 2018, so iPhone 8, um, iPhone 8 Plus, and then insurance, and then flights, and then insurance, and then DirecTV, online colleges, AT&T, Hulu, iPhone, Uber, etc. These are the searches that if you were to type them into Google would come up first. Not just like you said, Jerry, not because it's the best search result, but because somebody paid Google a lot of money to make sure it ended up at the top. And you'll notice Apple is one, two, three thing. They have three spots in the top 20. That's how much money Apple was paying Google to make sure that when you search for something, an Apple product came up first. Apple's stuff was at the top, not a competitor's phone, a competitor's platform or anything. Same thing with insurance companies. Same thing with, I think the online college and AARP are the ones that stick out to me that I'm kind of like, huh, really? Because if I'm searching for AARP, I'm kind of pretty sure that nobody else is going to come up except right. for them, right? But I for would some, think so. But for some reason, someone thought they should buy that spot. So, you know, go, go take a look at this and go because you want to know what an antitrust suit really looks like. Make sure you, you follow through. Go check on here and look at this kind of results because this is what Jerry was just saying. The reason it's at the top is someone paid a lot of money for it to be at the top. And now... Part of this whole trial is how much is Google paying other companies? How many are other companies paying Google? So who knows how much Google is paying Apple? Apple is paying Google. Does it all a wash? Who knows? Um, but I think it's really interesting as you get down into this whole list of 
why and how are they doing it and how much money Google makes off of those ads. It's unbelievable. And it's, it's everybody tends to forget, but yeah, Google is really an ad company that happens to do search results and yeah. email. They, they, they make majority of their money is all based on those selling those ads out there. Mm-hmm. So go take a look at the stories, folks. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Do you want me to do more space stuff? I'll be glad to do more space stuff. <laughs> Thank you for being on today, Jerry. I did want to highlight the one thing for you that you've got a fun show program coming up next week. Uh, you've got the director's book club out there. Uh, Allison, the library director, Allison mm -hmm. Grubbs, she's going to be out there doing that on next Friday, the 17th. So go register for that event. It is a limited seating thing. If you're in South Florida, go register. It's, it's a, it's a good talk. Hopefully you've read the book, the correspondence. And if not, try and fake it. Just don't tell Allison. I said so. Yeah. Get it now and read it before you come. Yeah. You got a week. You got a week. We got time. Thank you again, Jerry. Okay. If there is a library or librarian you'd like to see featured on the show, creationstation at broward.org comes right to us, and we'll be glad to get them on. Have a great week, everybody.